The value of free is zero unless you do something with it. And the majority of people will not do anything with free because there's no pain point to free. Hello and welcome to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now, I started this podcast as a way to give you access to the thoughts, ideas, and suggestions from people who actually work every day in the music industry on how to move your music career forward. Now, I'm blessed to have helped launch the career of superstar Taylor Swift, and I served as her manager for two years. I currently manage American Idol winner Trent Harmon, consult Scott Borchetta and the Big Machine Label Group, and have been helping thousands of artists around the world navigate the music industry. By the way, contrary to popular belief, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com. Take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help you make sure that you are on the right track. Enjoy the podcast. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So in this episode of the podcast, we are going to jump into the mailbag. What I mean by that is that I just recently sent out an email to the people who are on my subscriber list, and I asked them for uh, suggested topics for upcoming podcasts. I did this for two reasons. One, to find topics that they would like me to go a little deeper on. Keep in mind, I cannot teach on a podcast. It's just not possible. These podcasts, I like to keep them in the 8 to 15 minute range there to give you knowledge to be able to want to take that next step to get more information. But I cannot teach on these podcasts, but there have been many subjects that I have covered frequently. So what this email also did was it showed me who on my list wasn't listening to the podcast because a lot of the suggestions that I received are topics that I have covered in depth over the 40-plus episodes that I've done on this podcast. So once again, it just showed me that these people, uh, as much as they say they want it, as much as they say they're interested in learning as much as they can about the business, they're just lazy. The resources are sitting right in front of them, and they're not using it. And the reason for that is because the resources that I've made available, the resources that other people in this business have made available for free, the value of free is zero unless you do something with it. And the majority of people will not do anything with free because there's no pain point to free. So I would suggest to those folks to get off their butts, make an investment in themselves, take a look at the fan base blueprint it's the best program uh, that I can offer you for under 100 bucks that will get you set up with your music and with social media. It's everything that I know up to this point. If you cannot invest at least $100 in your career right now to get information and knowledge from someone who's actually working in the business, then you're just kind of wasting your time. You're wasting my time. 
you know, you're wasting space on my list that I actually pay for. So I'm using this also as a way to get rid of folks. So uh, if you take that personally and you're pissed off, uh, congratulations, because you are exactly the person that I was talking to. And hopefully that gets you to unsubscribe and to move on because you are getting in the way of everyone else. Now, let's jump into the mailbag. So I'm not going to read this person's name. But I think the email is very important and the topic that he brings up is very important. It says, Rick, I'd love to hear anything regarding music career paths for older musicians and how to make social media work for older musicians. I'm 46 and I've been making my living performing live for almost 30 years, but I can't seem to crack the social media nut. Also, I can't seem to break into the songwriting business, even though I've gotten positive response from industry people. I can't be the only one. Anyway, you have a fantastic podcast. I learn something new every time I hear it, and you've changed my mindset, especially about record companies. So thank you to this person for taking the time to write. Now let's break it down. First and foremost, he would like to hear anything regarding music career paths for older musicians. It's the same career paths for younger musicians. I think that those of you that are musicians, that are songwriters, your ultimate goal should be to get your music in front of as many people as possible and at some point to make a living from your music. So that should be the career path for older and younger. Now, if you're going after a record deal at 46 years old, probably not going to happen. If you're looking to get signed as a... Um, in-house songwriter for a publishing company, unless you've had past success, probably not going to happen. But that does not mean that you can't have a career in the music business. Matter of fact, you say here, you've been performing live for almost 30 years. Congratulations. You know, especially if you've made money at it, because that's the dream. At least that's the dream from the people that I work with, uh, that I coach, the people that invest in my program, is ultimately they want to make a living with their music. The next thing you say is how to make social media work for older musicians. It works the same. Social media does not discriminate. Laziness does not discriminate. That is a task and a tool that all of you can learn if you're willing to learn it. Social media is a tool. Just because people that are born today will never not know it. It's like there wasn't always cars either, but you had to learn how to drive it. You just didn't wake up one day and know how to drive a car. You know, you go out and you learn these skills. If it's important to you to use the best tool in the world to get your music to as many people as possible, take three or four hours and learn how to do it. It's a skill that will never leave you. You also have to understand that social media is not a way for you to go out and market all the time and try to sell. And that's what the majority of people try to use it for, and that's why it doesn't work. It's like if you can wake up in the morning, go on, have a conversation, get a few people to engage with you, that's super cool, you know, because then those people may go and share your music with somebody else. But don't just expect to put up a post and it's going to reach hundreds of thousands of people without you paying for it. And then a lot of people are going to say, well, Facebook limits my reach. It's not your reach. It's Facebook's reach. That's Facebook's platform. It's not your platform. They're giving you free space to reach as many people as you can. If you can only reach 10 or 20 people, some of you didn't have 10 or 20 people show up to your last gig 
But if you can get 10 to 20 people to engage with you on social media and then ultimately maybe get them to a, an email sign up where you share more exclusive content with them, then that's a good thing. You just have to look at it for the right reason. You also need to make it easy for people to engage with you on social media. The person who sent me this email, and if they're listening, they'll know who they are because I read it verbatim. Uh, I went to your website. There's no place on the front page of your website that allows people to engage with you on social media. Your music's very, you know, uplifting and it's bright, but your website's very dark. It's like you may be uh, listening to the podcast, but you're not doing what I teach in the podcast. I've told you guys what your website should look like. I've told you how to best utilize social media. Now, listen, these podcasts, I can't teach you in an eight-minute podcast how to do a lot of things. That's why I've created the programs that go in-depth, that give you an over-the-shoulder look at what it is that I do, that keeps you up to date with what's happening. I've created these programs for you for less than 100 bucks. I can't do any better than that. So maybe you should make the investment into those programs and check them out. That's what they're there for. Make an investment in yourself. Make an investment in me. You know, you say you appreciate all this fantastic stuff I do on my podcast. Well, the best way that you can show me you appreciate what it is that I do is invest in the programs that I put out there. I mean, I've got them everywhere from less than 100 bucks to, you know, a couple thousand dollars. Not all of you are ready for my top program because there's a lot of work that goes into that. And most of you aren't ready for that yet. So I try to help get you to that position. But the key for all of this is to realize is that social media does not discriminate with age. Everyone who wants the ability to get their music in front of an audience has that ability. You've just got to put in the work. One of the biggest mistakes that companies are making right now is they're turning over their social media to a young person just because they think that because they're young and they're on social media all the time. None of those kids are marketers. None of those kids, all they're doing is sharing all the time. You want to make sure you're sharing the right stuff. You know, you want to make sure you're doing the right things. And I think what we're going to do is on the next episode of the podcast, I'll go deeper on the publishing side of things. I'll talk about the difference between an artist publishing deal and a, a, a songwriting deal where you are a staff songwriter. I've talked about it briefly on other podcasts, but we'll go deeper on that. And I'll also see what I can do in the upcoming episodes of bringing in a couple of my publishing friends and we'll get into a deep conversation about that. Inside the masterclass, there's a whole section on that, but I've never really covered it in depth on the podcast. I'll do what I can because like I said, I like to keep these in the eight to 10 minute, possibly 20 minutes on the high end range, unless I'm interviewing someone uh, and then I can go a little deeper. But I hope you found this useful. If you uh, haven't subscribed to the podcast, do it uh, and listen to them and then take action. If you go to rickbarker.com, click on the podcast link, all the show notes from the past episodes are there. If I make reference to something, there's a link for you to go get it. Go back and listen to these often. I listen to podcasts a lot because I hear something different every single time. I re-listen to audiobooks all the time, over and over, because I hear something different every time. Usually it's because I'm in a different frame of mind when I'm listening to it for a second time. So hope you found that useful. RickBarker.com if you haven't picked up a free copy of the book. And I will see you on the next episode. Ciao. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Remember, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com, take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help make sure that you are on the right track. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there. <laughs>